everyone. Welcome to the Refill Studio. This is your weekly Bang Dream podcast, giving you the best up-to-date information about upcoming updates to the game and the franchise, as well as giving you an insight on experiences and stories shared by prominent community members in the game. This is your host, SB Philosopher, and let's refill to 99 and let's get the set ready and going. Um, this episode, we have some really exciting special guests coming in, as well as some pretty interesting news. So um, before we begin, just want to let you all know, uh, website and such are links in the description below. Follow the website to learn more about um, the studio, find ways to support us, and join the Unga Discord uh, to talk with any of our special guests and possibly even uh, share some feedback. Um, all links are in the description, and we greatly appreciate your support as we uh, continue on with Season 2. Out of the way, intro complete, let's get started with the Weekly News Corner. Okay, so, uh, a lot of news uh, this week. Uh, let's start off with Garapapiko. Uh, the third season of Garapapiko is finally out on the official uh, Bang Dream YouTube channel. If you guys aren't familiar, Garapapiko is a short anime series, about three minutes long per episode, um, where it sort of puts the Bang Dream characters in a chibi-sized form and puts them in some really fun, interesting, and sometimes a little bit crazy uh, story plots. And it's a really fun ride. So if you haven't watched uh, the series yet, it's a pretty, pretty long, but not too long of a binge. There's already in the third season of of uh, most likely 24 episodes. Um, the third season is also going to feature uh, Ray's Asuelin as well as Morphonica. So that's going to be really exciting to see all seven bands all come together. And it's a really fun time just watching Garpa Pico, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. So again, uh, all the episodes are on the official Bang Dream YouTube channel. As well, um, the opening for the third season of Garpa Pico, uh, Pico Tarumono Fever, um, the song is in the JP Dory uh, game as well as the full version is out as a single. So feel free to give it a listen. It's a really weird, funky opening. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, take a listen to that song. And yeah, that's also um, something to, to keep note of. Speaking of songs, uh, Morphonica's single, as I mentioned in last week's podcast, is out. Um, Harmony Day featuring the song as well as Sonorous and Fateful Day. Now, Fateful Day is not a song in the game just yet, but most likely will be in the game um, in the future. So again, big congrats on Morphonica with a, another hit single. Uh, all the songs are really good and they definitely deserve the love and appreciation um, Morphonica has definitely worked very hard to get there, being a newer band, and um, you know, definitely share your support if you can. Now, in, in terms of Morphonica, Morphonica is also getting in the spotlight quite a bit with their band story too being uh, currently um, going on in the Japanese version of the game JP Dory. So it is a mission live. Um, it is Band Story 2, which is, you know, the first of their kind. We'll get to see a little bit more character development with Morphonica, so it's going to be really interesting to see, and I can't wait to see what's going on there. And, yeah, it's, we're going to expect it in the EN server or for the Worldwide server sometime uh, next year. So uh, this is going to be a really, really exciting story. 
for our Razor Suyland fans, do not worry. Uh, your band story 2 is coming up very soon. They've already confirmed that uh, the Razor Suyland band story 2 will be released sometime in um, mid mid-December, early mid-December, so um, you don't have to wait too long, just a few more months until the final band uh, will get their band story too, and then uh, we'll get a lot of really interesting developments uh, there. So so definitely look forward to that if you are a Reza Sulin fan. So a lot of great news coming out of the franchise as well as JP Dory. Now, what about Ian Dory? <laughs> uh, well, this is, is going to be a long story. Um, so for those who don't know, the current event um, in the English version of the server is Welcome to Open School, which is a challenge live featuring Pop and Party, it has some nice songs like Photograph, and, and yeah, you know, overall it's a you know, six-day event, pretty, pretty standard, and, you know, not too bad. But uh, casual fans may not notice or may not know that the events are actually kind of out of order. The, the next event is actually supposed to be one of us, which is the Afterglow Band Story 3 event. And, and Band Story 3 is a big deal, right? It is a, you know, where the fans of the particular band really get to show their appreciation for the band, uh, either through Gacha or through tearing the event. And that event just got entirely skipped. Now, to give a bit of context as to what happened, I already talked about this in the last podcast, but uh, the Have a Good Halloween event was supposed to only go for six days, but then they suddenly extended it to 12 days. Like when the event was just about to end, they were going to extend it to 12 days. Now, apparently the reasoning was that they didn't have enough resources or they needed a bit more time to sort of, uh, you know, pump out some resources and get things done. So that's why they just did a last minute extension. All right, that's fair. But then they just completely skipped an event that a lot of people were looking forward to and a lot of people had planned in advance um, for. And the event is now skipped. They suddenly out of nowhere said that Welcome to Open School is the next event and didn't really make any explanation about it until uh, there was some pressure from the fan base as to, you know, what's going on? Why is this event skipped? And, and you know, what, what happened here? So they only made really sort of a statement uh, when, when that pressure um, came to them. So in the last episode, I already mentioned how I was worried that there might be some inner conflicts or some things within the Ian Bushiro company that could be problematic. And that's why like there could be some, some issues that we don't see, but there are some really underlying problems within the organization. And this really seals the deal. And you know what I just said last week, I think it is correct and very true. Um, Ian Dory is is in trouble. It is actually in trouble. So there's a lot of reasons why people are upset about this. One, the fact that, you know, they did a poll, right? They did a, a survey in July or August, somewhere around that time, asking people whether or not they wanted shorter events. Based on the people that I've spoke with, the community members, most people generally did not want to see shorter events. Um, they were perfectly content with the fact that um, JP events were basically a whole year uh, ahead of uh, EN events, which makes things easier to plan and, you know, just gives yourself a bit of time. But now, uh, you know, again, that <laughs> they're now shortening events uh, based on pre presumably feedback from the community, which 
I still don't really buy the idea. I, I think it is a mix of you know grabbing a vocal minority and a bit of their business intent. But you know, it's one thing to just suddenly shorten the events. It's another thing to shorten the events and not be able to actually execute that, right? So the fact that they offered this opportunity to us to possibly shorten the events, and yet they just weren't prepared to do it, that, that shows a really high, high level of incompetence within uh, the organization where they're suddenly, you know, just can't keep up. And it's only been a month. It's only been a month since they last, uh, since they started shortening the events. It's crazy. It's only been a month. And they suddenly make these weird wonky schedule changes without letting us know. And oh, it's just, it's just really bad PR and just not, it's just not communicating and really understanding and working with the pla with the player base. And this is just kind of basically saying, you know, they, they betray the player base and they just want to do whatever they want, whatever it feels is like a, a business move. And, you know, Ian Bushiro's already a little bit under fire. Um, for instance, D4DJ, their events are like basically like completely out of order compared to the JP door, uh, D4DJ. Um, it's it's uh, like it's actually a huge mess on you know people trying to plan for uh, for tiering. And now this basically seals the nail of the coffin that Ian Ian Doria's schedule is probably now gonna go out of whack they they might actually just end up doing whatever they want maybe they'll follow d4dj en and just say you know whatever event we feel like putting out next we'll, we'll put it um so here's a here's a statement that was provided from one of the pr um individuals for bushiroad en so this is actually someone who works for bushiroad en and um and is um you know it, it's part of the the organization and such so Basically, he's saying to recommend Altiers to take a step back because there was a schedule to rely on. We, we relied on the schedule for the longest time. At the same time, cannot say we have to stick with the JP schedule because there's never been something that was promised and owed. Okay. Ian has its own schedule to run on and things may shift around for other issues or reasons that we may not always be able to disclose. I understand it's frustrating, but it's unfortunately true. I can only say we try our best not to unless we have a really good reason or no other choice. So it's true. Technically, Ian Dore never said to us, okay, if you want to play devil's advocate, they technically told us we're not necessarily have to be married to follow to the JP schedule all the time. And the fact that they're already doing a D4DJE and shows that Bushiroad and Ian is very comfortable with actually just mixing the event orders. Um, and they... They, they really seem like they actually don't mind doing that anymore. But, you know, at the same time, right, it's, it's, it's a matter of showing at least some sort of care to the fan base or at least communicating at some point, right? The fact that technically, yeah, we weren't promised or owed, but like at least you could tell us that like that a, a, like a long time in advance that this was not necessarily going to be a thing it just kind of feels like an excuse that they're hiding behind um to sort of hide their underlying problems within the organization and as well like the fact that we presumably voted to have these events shorter which again i don't think it's 
I think it's a bit BS, but, um, you know, they can now hide under that as well. It's like, oh, well, you told us we, we wanted shorter events, and, oh, yeah, I guess we accidentally bumped into some problems, ha, ha, ha. Like, they're, 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 it's just, uh, it's just not good. It's not a good look at all. They're just hiding, and they're really not fully addressing their issues and, and mistakes and, and, you know, how, how terrible everything's being handled. Um, and just hiding it and just said, oh, well, you know, that wasn't something we promised. And, you know, it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. So what are some consequences to this? Um, again, I already said last podcast that now this sets a precedent. You never know when the event that you're tiering will suddenly double in length because, you know, it, it suddenly happened for have a good Halloween. And you never know if your event is suddenly going to get doubled in length and that could that could be really discouraging for tiers another thing is the fact that the event order could just suddenly be completely different like the fact that like you know again jp dory technically never had a schedule to begin with but you know at the very least that was already kind of like their expectation here we we kind of had a feeling they would egg this on that you know this was going to be a schedule so there was people planning in advance and working on that and now they're just suddenly saying you know what actually we don't have a schedule we don't know what we're doing we don't have a plan so you know we don't have a plan so we still expect you to you know pay pay us for for our incompetency you know it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous people are planning well in advance for Maybe not even necessarily tiering, but for gacha, they maybe want the really specific card, and they really want a gacha. And you know, maybe they had, uh, they wanted to prepare for it, and suddenly it came two weeks early. It's, 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 it's a mess. It's a huge mess. And and again, for tiering, it really seemed like Bushiro really wants to move away from, from planning in advance. It just, oh, it's just unfortunate that now tiers have this underlying uncertainty of they don't know when their event is actually going to happen now. They, we now have no idea when it's going to happen and we don't know how long it's going to be either. Before, there was always some sort of like general plan and people could work around it, but now you never know. I feel so sorry for some of the tiers because, you know, they initially had the schedule assuming their event was going to be a year, immediately a year after JP. And, you know, now with this sudden shift in schedule where, you know, events are shorter, but now they're also maybe mixing up the event order. Ugh. Like people have booked time off work to do this well in advance. And now Bushiro just says, you know what? I don't care. We're just going to, you know, um, mess you up and it, it really is just not a good look and maybe they're doing this because they know that okay if we mess up some tier schedules or we mess up some people's schedules then they have less time to prepare and maybe they'll end up spending more but that's not the way to get pe more money from people the, the the way to get more money from people is have transparency in your business and be able to treat your fan base well which clearly they're not doing and they're not even listening to us either it's it's not good. It's a terrible look for Ian Dory, and I think I've gone on court for quite a bit. But um, if you guys aren't, hopefully, I don't know if you guys are convinced yet that I, again, this is I think it's just a, a terrible look. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if something like uh, if, if one of us, the Afterglow Band Story Three, um, if that just doesn't happen next event either. Maybe it gets delayed to next month. You never know. It's and then this could also affect other things like the Doremi Hello Happy World collab as well. You know, I I think that's kind of on the chopping block as well. I, I feel like it's 
there's a chance that that could be delayed as well and you know things get pushed back and other events get moved and it's just uh, you know for for tiers this is a really big big loss um the fact that you can't prepare in advance and there's just so much uncertainty when doing it it's not healthy it's not financially uh stable to do that and it just might not be worth it right it's just it might not be worth it so but yeah again uh weekly ranch corner now <laughs> let me know guys in the comments below what do you think about this sudden change in news about ian dory uh following these strats so again this might be news to some of you for others this could be something you've already um heard of and maybe you want to uh ramble on or rant as well let me know in the comments i've shared my um fair share of uh, comments about this and maybe this is an opinion that you guys have as well but either way um weekly news corner is done let's hop over to the other side of the studio want to support the refill studio check out our website links in the description below here you can learn more about the podcast as a whole as well as complete our feedback form to give comments about how we can improve the project as well as suggest any future special guests that you would like to see on the studio. You can also learn more about how you could support the podcast by joining the Filler Nation either through a Twitch subscription or joining the YouTube membership. Thanks again to the Filler Nation members for the constant support. And a reminder that all Filler Nation members can access the podcast live when they are recording in the Unga Academy Discord server. We hope to see you there. All right. Welcome back to the studio. And today I have the utmost pleasure and honor uh, to have our special guest, Crow, join us for the refill studio today. As a, a brief intro, Crow was able to get... Uh, three podium titles including um i believe noble rose two uh getting third place uh, re zero getting second place and last but not least most recently uh this warmth in my heart getting first place um crow again thank you so much for taking the time to join the studio today i definitely look forward to hearing a lot of uh interesting and, and fun experiences and stories from you Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So, so Crow, um, maybe I don't know if there's anything else you would like to add to that intro that I that I gave you. No, I think that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did a pretty good job on my my research. I think. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. Ac- I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to accidentally like give you the the wrong title or like or such. So uh, you've got to make sure everything's good there. Mm-hmm. Um, Crow. Um. Uh, when I when I bring special guests, one of the main things I do want to ask first is is how they got into to Bandary. So so let me ask you that: How did you first hear about it and get into Bang Dream? I guess like um, I first heard about Starlight review Starlight first, mm-hmm. and I got into that first. And then you know when you're watching like animes or like shows, you just like look up the cast. And I was just doing that, and I was like, oh. A lot of them are in like the Fang Dream, so mm-hmm. I ended up checking that out. But I didn't actually get into it like until later. Like I downloaded the game, I played like five minutes of the tutorial. 
I mean, it took me a long time to like get through it, but um, I kind of like dropped it for a couple months, and then got back into it a bit later. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I got into that. But I don't know when exactly I started like playing it regularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just like something that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, you yeah. know, a lot, a, lo a lot of people, you know, they get into bandery for like, usually from like other games. Uh, Revenue Starlight's mm -hmm. definitely a, a first, but uh, uh, that's really interesting to, to hear that you're able to, uh, you know, kind of stay in Bushi Road hell, I guess. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, uh, another thing I usually ask is, you know, what is your favorite band and your favorite character? Now, uh, the band, I think, is, is pretty obvious <laughs> considering the, the events. Oh, really? Is it? Mm, I wonder. <laughs> but, you know, what about uh, maybe elaborate a little bit more about why specifically you love, uh, you know, Roselia and maybe also a particular character that, that you enjoy as well? Mm, I guess, um, actually, when I first started the game, I actually really liked Popipa. I just thought they were like really cute and then I'm not really familiar with like uh well I watch anime but like it's not like something I do regularly it's like I'll pick one up and then I'll just watch it so I don't really know a lot of the cover songs or where they're from mm -hmm. but then I realized oh a lot of these songs by Roselia they're really good like the cover songs at the time mm -hmm. and I was like oh okay oh wait Yukina's voice by Ai Ai, who voices oh, Claudine, yeah. <laughs> who's like my favorite Starlight. Oh. So I just I started like I guess um, or like you know like focusing on them more, Roselia as a whole, mm -hmm. and then I don't know. That's just that's just what happened. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's the Seiyu effect. I think. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm personally a little bit guilty of the the Seiyu effect as well. <laughs> Aiba Aina is definitely a a treasure. So yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know it's uh, really interesting that um, you know uh, you just kind of got in you slowly kind of got sucked into uh, Bang Dream first by like you know exposure of Revy Starlight not only because you know getting into the game but even getting into some some bands and characters as well. So that's uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know quite interesting. So. Well, that's, you know, again, Crotus, really good to hear. Now, um, you know, showing your love for a particular band or for a particular character, a lot of people have many different ways of doing it. And one of the ways to do it is, of course, uh, through tiering. So I don't know how you first got exposed to, to tiering in, in Bang Dream or how did that first start? Maybe you did some competitive um events and, and competed in, in review starlight or in other games first so that, that kind of sort of uh, tri uh went into bang dream and, and and came in there or or did you just you know how did you get into tiering i think generally i'm more of a casual player in terms of like competitiveness mm -hmm. like i don't really stress about that in other games i think for bang dream it was more like i, I don't remember what the first event it was that I like tiered like top 1k or top 100 mm -hmm. but I do remember like doing I think it was T1k for no I think it was T100 for Summer Zelia mm -hmm. and then just like T100 like some events after that like the band story 2 for Afterglow and ha Hello Happy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And then eventually, when it was Twin Stars, I was in pub court at the time, just playing. And then people were asking me, am I going for T10? Oh, are you running? And stuff like that. And then I was just like, well, at the time I was like at work, I'm working. So I was just playing to like, you know, like get ahead. So I don't have to play later because I was like busy. And then people just kept, um, I guess like support, you know, they were like rooming with me and stuff. And then I guess that was the first event I T10. Hmm. Yeah, so that's how that started. But after that, I was like, oh, this is this is too much for me. I can't do this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, and then I just kind of like stopped playing as often after that. I think I just got burned out. Mm -hmm. So there was like a couple events in between where I just kind of like T10K'd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, uh, and then after that, it was just like, uh, I got invited by a friend to a server to help someone else. And then that was just kind of like <laughs> a downward spiral into like cheering hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> because you meet more people who are trying to uh, achieve like a high goal. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'll help them out. And then you end up like being like, oh, I can do that too. So it's like, oh. What did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. It, it's really yeah. interesting that um, you ended up actually just you know completely doing getting your first T10 title through uh, through pubs, right? Just pub court and just playing mostly by yourself, but with like a bunch of support from you know people from around um, the, the server. I, I know a lot of people when they think about you know tiering or or trying to like you know get a, a top ten through pub court, it seems quite quite difficult but um, overall what was that experience like getting a, a top 10 title uh, through pub court i think it was pretty interesting because like mm -hmm. you don't really know anyone you know like or at least for me i'm not mm -hmm. very as i'm not really like a social person who just talks to people mm -hmm. <laughs> uh it's just like i'm just i'm just i think i'm just too shy for that i'm more of a lurker so if people post room codes i'll ask to join i'll just or I think at the time, yeah, yeah, I was just like asked to join and stuff, but um, because I couldn't like commit like a lot of time into it, like it was very like oh come and go. I did pub a lot, and I did pub a lot, yeah. And then, but there were other people trying to get T one hundred in pub core, so they were spending a lot of time there too. Mm -hmm. So I ended up rooming with them a lot, and a lot of them were doing flameless P one hundred, which I could never do. And <laughs> I I feel like if I remember correctly, Twin Stars was pretty pretty lit. I think so. Yeah, I think, I it, was think a it was. Event. Yeah, yeah, especially for like P one hundreds too. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I was playing with a lot of the same people at the time too. So it was like I met some some really nice people there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's, it's really, yeah again I, I, so sorry to interrupt but like again it's just like it's really interesting that you're able to like you know you said that oh you know you kind of work together and it was really lit and it was a really competitive event and then just kind of casually walked into getting a, a t10 so you definitely spent quite a bit of time uh, on that event though regardless so you did work pretty hard on that <laughs> yeah i was like playing at work oh. and then come home <laughs> well 
that was like I don't know for some reason it was like it was a holiday season so mm. there wasn't as many work because we kind of mm. like do finish our work a couple weeks before the holidays so mm. we just like stress out the weeks before mm-hmm. yeah so that's just how it is and then so it was kind of like dead that week so I was I had extra time so yeah. and then I come home and then just don't sleep <laughs> yep yep that's uh that's yeah. uh adult not sleeping is definitely going to be something we'll talk about a little bit later oh no uh, well just a little you know for those who are tuning in you know definitely definitely uh, look forward to that but uh you know again for those who are listening and you know maybe thinking about like getting a really high uh title but are not sure if they are they can you know, get the support of uh, tiering servers or perhaps they want to kind of do it on their own through PubCorp. Again, it's definitely something that's very doable. Um, and it's, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult, but it's 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 definitely doable depending on the event. And, um, you know, there's many people out there who have experiences, um, you know, uh, getting very high titles in, in, in PubCorp mm-hmm. and just doing it um, with um, the, the general public. But um, switching topics into tiering servers... Um, you got into a tiering server. So, so how did that experience go? And what, what eventually convinced you to say, you know what, I want to, you know, be part of a tiering server and get a, a, a podium title. So, so how did that transition, like, you know, to, from first going into tiering servers to like, oh, like, uh, oh, here I am. I got uh, third place in a, in an event. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, the first I guess tiering server that I joined was actually like a makeshift server. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it's um, it was during Noble Rose One, mm. right? <laughs> Which is a uh, a very competitive event, especially for T10 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just playing pub court, I think, or just like pubs in general, uh, just trying to get T100, and then I get a message one day. <laughs> from someone i met through twin stars actually uh i don't know if you know her her name is shin yan mm-hmm. yeah shin, <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah shin so she dm'd me asking me if i wanted to join like this um the server to help support fluffy uh who you may know as a mm-hmm. big rosalia fan for sure for sure uh yeah so it was like to support fluffy and then also you know um, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know if I can, like, dedicate a lot of time to it, but I'll I'll play when I can. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's how I, I got into the first server, but it wasn't really a tiering server, I guess. It was just, like, mm. a bunch of pub cord people that they roomed with during that event that they were like, oh, okay, they're good. And then... After that event, it, um, that server just kind of died, mm-hmm. you know, as tiering servers usually do. And then one day, um, I think Fluffy let people know that he was interested in tiering all the Noble Rose events back then. And then Caster, I believe, messaged him saying, asking if he could join the server oh the server is fhp yes that's right yeah back then yeah <laughs> so uh if caster could join fhp he asked fluffy that and then after caster joined like a bunch of other people joined to support mm. caster i guess and then somehow fhp like 
came back alive from the dead. <laughs> and then, I don't know. I don't really know what happened after that. It was just kind of like a bunch of things just happened. And then uh, during Noble Rose 2, I think it was just Fluffy and Caster running at the time. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of other people that joined said they wanted to T10. And then podium T3 was empty. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll go for it <laughs> if no one wants it. Yeah. 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 And then, like, as the event went on, we realized, like, we had this whole T10 wall. That's and we're right. like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, so basically, I had the T3, like, handed to me, basically. I just. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I don't know. It was just like there. It was like my first time, or first time, second time. No, it was the third time. I forgot. Yeah, it was the third time tearing. Because yeah. I also did a T10 for summer pastel palettes. Mm. In between that, I don't. I don't know. It just happened <laughs> too. Wow. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was like it just happens. Yeah. I I. It's like you get baited by when you're once you're in, and you're like, oh, "Okay, I'll I'll go for it." Now you know that the story is really interesting, Crow, because a lot of the story you just mentioned really actually overlapped quite well with with Caster's story. You know, I rem- I did you know, I have a you know I did have to do an episode with Caster, and he talked about how um you know Novo Rose One was so competitive, and it just seemed like a like a really big wave of puppers just really competing against in, in Novo Rose One, and then uh, yeah. he talked about the wall in Novo Rose Two, so um, as well. So it's really interesting that you know the the stories are aligned. So again, we're not in parallel universe or uh, like you know different universes. Uh, this has all happened at once, and um. It's really interesting, again, Crow, that, you know, you, you kind of told yourself, ah, you know, maybe I'm not really much of a, you know, a, a tearing gorilla, but then, you know, you kind of casually got two T10 titles and then, uh, you know, somehow stumbled upon a T3. So <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty interesting that you're able to get those those titles. And, and again, ultimately, you know, just the way that it kind of sound from you, it, it, I, I imagine it was a lot of work, but like, it definitely didn't seem like maybe as bad as maybe some people might have might have thought yeah i think with, um especially because you're playing with a lot of people in very efficient rooms mm-hmm. it's way easier to achieve whatever goal you're trying to set or you set so it's like you think it's something unachievable but once you're playing with like people who have similar goals i feel like it's very it's like much easier to achieve them like not to say like you can't achieve them like in pub or stuff because it is very doable. It's just like easier to do it with people who have same goals, I yeah, guess. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, yeah. So for me, it's kind of dangerous because I'm easily baited. <laughs> easily influenced, <laughs> I guess. I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, again, that's that's one of the main main. Um, uh, advantages of a tiering server where everyone yeah. really is coming together and they all really have a very serious goal in mind is to work mm-hmm. together and get their, their titles. So again, Popcorn certainly is great, but again, some people's intentions may not be as, you know, as serious, but whereas a, a tiering server, everyone is definitely on their A game to, to make sure everyone gets the mm-hmm. goals that they, they want. So, um, you know, w- one thing I really want to mention, Crow, is that, you know, if there's if, if you mentioned that, you know, how how you are easily, I guess, influenced or impressionable, 
Um, maybe maybe we have to look at we have to look at Fluffy because when I look at your titles, <laughs> Fluffy basically shares like podium with you on all these events. So maybe we have a culprit here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like the people I'm around because a lot of them uh, do tear a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they're tearing. Oh, maybe I should tear too. So, so what yeah. convinced you to tier ReZero then and end up getting um, second oh place God. there? Um, so ReZero, uh, you know, even like leading up to it, we were aware that there were like other servers for it. And it mm. was like probably going to be really competitive seeing it's how it's like a Roselia plus a collab. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, we would meme about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it didn't become a meme. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so before, I think I was just casual, or just like a casual T100 or something, and then that became a T10, and then some people, no, what happened after that? Oh, yeah, I think I was like, oh, maybe I can do T10, right? Mm -hmm. I'll just take days off or something, Mm -hmm. and then that became a T3, I think? Like, <laughs> and then, but someone on podium dropped the event for, mm. yeah, and then, so that kind of switched things around, and then I became T2, I guess, and then, yeah, after that, I just suffered for, like, a week. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so it was just more, like, we talk about it, and then we, like, decide what positions we wanted, and then things happened. And then that changed again to like whatever tier we ended up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it was uh, it was definitely a very uh, eventful uh, event, ReZero, in, in many ways than than one. But um, you know, you know, when when doing the ReZero and knowing that you're competing with with other other servers, did you? Did you ever feel like it was going to be like a difficult challenge or, or were you like pretty confident that, you know, with the, the people that you're working with, uh, that you were able to sort of overcome uh, your, your opponents and be able to achieve your goals? Oh, I definitely thought it would be difficult. <laughs> um, yeah. like, like the other events that I did here, it wasn't, it wasn't very... Well, it, mm, it was more like it was something that I feel like felt like I could do. It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna go for a podium or whatever. I was just happy with whatever T10 spot I got because mm-hmm. it was the same title. And I didn't think it was too competitive, I think, like after a few days. But mm-hmm. um, like uh, for Noble Rose 2, you know, it was all FHP. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have to worry about that, and then the other two were like, casu- like not casual, sorry. <laughs> was, they were just like um, pub, pub court or pubbing, and with um, some casual rooms within the server. Um, but for ReZero, knowing that there was a- another server that's been around for I guess like a year or so, mm-hmm. give or take, uh, advertising for you know support and stuff. And here we are, just like a small group, deciding to go for this event like a month or so before it started. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Can we do this? I'm not sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was and then, you know, knowing like these, the other server had like some prominent, uh, I guess, players mm-hmm. who were more well-known, you know? Uh, so it was kind of like, it was very like anxiety inducing, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting that you guys were like so again I, I think going into the event I, I don't think it was a surprise that you know your your server is definitely uh, sort of the underdogs I imagine you know the underdogs but you know obviously at the at the end of the day based on you know circumstances and a lot of things that that went on um your server did go for a, a full podium sweep if I recall yeah. correctly so yeah. um that is again job well done a lot of hard work and <laughs> it was a challenge live um that's the oh that, challenge God. lives are not easy are not oh easy and like the challenge live songs they were so horrible i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think like i spent the whole event listening to stay alive and that was just that was cancer. It, it got to the point where it became very difficult to stay alive. In, oh my in god, yes. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But, like, again, like, again, it was a, a job well done, uh, Crow. The fact that you're able to, you. Uh, you know, to push against that that last bit and be able to get that title. And especially, you know, in the last, like, I imagine those last, like, couple of hours were incredibly nerve-wracking. The fact that, oh, you know, you have to kind of yeah. track a, a separate server and then, like, see how much challenge points they're burning and making sure that you are burning the challenge points and, and, and correctly as well. It's, uh, I imagine, it was it was very stressful. So, um, but overall, I think, uh, you know, I imagine that this was one of your, of course, your, your most proud, one of your most proudest achievements um, oh, in, in yes. Mandarin. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Especially because we're literally playing until the event ended, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> um, I, for one, was dying towards the end every single song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so yeah, <laughs> and they hear the itchy being a total gorilla, <laughs> just like <laughs> carrying me and Fluffy. <laughs> yeah, so it was like it was really, it was a really fun event, I guess. <laughs> Just a reminder that all special guests featured in the Refill Studio can be found in the Unga Academy Discord server. Links in the description below. Join our great community who is very passionate about Bang Dream, tiering, and many other interests. And we have weekly community events as well as contests for people to complete through challenges. Of course, all Filler Nation members can access the podcast live when they're recording in this Discord server as well. So we hope to see you there. You know, it's funny because, you know, that T2, you got a T3, you then got a T2, and then you thought, you know, that that's not enough. We need to oh, fill no. that top three, right? So I'm a fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, you know, just to kind of quickly get into it. So what, what, what uh-huh. mo- sort of preempted you and, and what sort of motivated you to, to see that, okay, this event, this warmth in my heart. Um, what motivated you to say, I want to go for T1 in this event? Well, like you mentioned, I had a T3, a T2, and I was like, huh, if I get a T1, that's like a reverse podium, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, like, around the time I was actually, like, thinking this, they announced um, the event, this warmth in my heart, and I was like, oh, could it be? 
it's just a Yukina event. And then it turned out it was, and it was also a Yukina Rinko event, mm-hmm. which was coincidentally also what ReZero was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, could this be it? <laughs> and then, you know, and then uh, they also had Zeal of Proud, which I love. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I don't know, I, I guess I just really like everything about the event. The art is nice. The song is great. It's a Yukina event. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I will go for this one. For and sure. then, yeah, and then I set up the server and then just kind of disappeared <laughs> for a couple <laughs> months. <laughs> yeah. How, how did that planning go? Like, again, like when the event fir- was like first announced, like you made, uh-huh. went ahead and made the server. And, and, you know, as the event approached, how... How did uh how did you make those preparations in, in you know to prepare for for the event? So to be totally honest, like after I set up the server and then um I kind of just like <laughs> it just kind of it was just kind of there existing on mm-hmm. my sidebar. It was just like I didn't really update or anything. I guess like the first eight months, <laughs> just because uh. I'm really busy with work and and stuff like our IRL stuff, so mm. it's just there. But um, as the event got closer, I was like, "Oh, I should really set this up." Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Shin, who graciously offered to mod for me, uh, helped me set up bots and server stuff because I don't really know how discord server settings work or stuff Mm -hmm. this was like the very first server i created so shin helped me a lot with that and then um of course like in between making the server and the event i would help out in other servers other tiers in their events you know because i don't like advertising in a server where i didn't help out Mm because I just feel I just feel really weird about it, yeah. like personally. So um, I would try to help out as much as I can in between, and then you know, put my server out there and hope someone joins. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much all I did, I guess, server-wise setup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, um, I don't think it's a uncommon sentiment you had. You know, a lot of people, and they feel like they definitely want to, you know, feel rewarded for uh, being able to promote their their server and try to gather support. It's sort of like a, you know, a, a, an exchange, right? Equivalent exchange where you know, yeah. if I help you in this, uh, you know, I hope that you could, I can, you could help me in the future uh, for for this particular event. So. Um, you know, it's definitely a a, a a common sentiment by by many tiers in the in the community for sure. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really neat that again, um, you know, maybe you didn't have uh, exactly the knowledge of how to set things up, but again, a lot of people, especially if you make good friends in the in the tiering community, are very knowledgeable and are very willing to help out and yeah. you know, show and be able to support you through um, you know the the process of planning and and building and such. So. Yeah, there's a lot of nice people out there. Like, even if you don't really speak to them, they'll, mm-hmm. like, you know, message you and give you a heads up and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. very appreciated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least for me, I, I I really appreciate that. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, so you know, going into the event, you know, mm-hmm. eventually later you saw that there was competition in the event. 
Um, oh, yeah. Initially, it was going to be Manny that was going to be competing <laughs> for the T1, but then that sort of shifted gears, and then suddenly, as a almost you know relatively last minute, um, Nebby decided to join into the fray. And it almost was going to be like a, a three-way fight, but it ended up being only a two-way fight between you and, and Nebby. But what, um, you know, when, when you first saw these these competitors, what, 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 what were your initial thoughts and like, you know, uh, thinking of the fact that you might be competing with, with these two for the T1 title? So at first it was Manny who said they were going to go for T1. Mm -hmm. and at the time I was like, oh, oh no, another... <laughs> another competition <laughs> and i was having like flashbacks to like re-zero <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god okay if i could do that maybe i can do this okay uh. it's fine and then you know later on like you said nevi decided to join the <laughs> the, the fight and i was like oh my god a three-way fight <laughs> i don't know if i can do this <laughs> you know especially because um you know nevi he's like a really good player you know, you always see him, like, posting about his APs and stuff like that. And he tears JP as well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I won't be able to sleep. So I was kind of <laughs> just, like, having, like, a mental, like, breakdown. Me like, oh, my God, I can't sleep. I'm going to have to, like, compete against two other people. This is going to... But, yeah, and then I will just, like, getting stressed out about it. And then eventually I just, like, you know what? This is the only time I'm ever going to do this. So... Might as well just do it. I already put in, like, time into this and effort, like, mm -hmm. playing with other people. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever happens, I'll just, you know, I'll just take it so I don't regret anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's pretty much what went down with me yeah, when I heard know, they were competing. Uh, you know, again, especially, especially, you know, Manny definitely is someone who's who's pretty notable um, in the community, especially when it comes to his, his song tiering, but... Um, oh, Nebby yes. in particular as well, very notable for already doing a lot of tiering, and he already has a T1 and was trying to add, uh, you know, another T1 to his collection. So it was really, I imagine it, it might have definitely caused quite a bit of, um, you know, a little bit of stress, a little bit of, uh, you know, uncertainty on, on how you're going to, to tackle this. But, you know, you already kind of mentioned as well, I'm not going to sleep, but like, you know, when going into the event, like when the event was just first going to start, what, what was your, your game plan? Like what, what did you have like a game plan going in to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to try and make sure that I could try and, um, you know, at least take, maybe it's like to take a lead as much as possible or like, you know, what, what, what was the game plan going into this event to possibly sort of, um, uh, stave off the, the, the competition here? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really have a game plan. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really plan out like, Oh, how many hours I was going to do or anything like that. Um, but all I knew was like I kind of wanted to like go past whatever time I did for V zero like the first run. Mm -hmm. I don't even think it was that much. I think it was around the thirties, mm -hmm. maybe. But other than that, I was just like, well, I'll just keep playing <laughs> until I can't, because you know there comes a time when after a certain amount of hours, you just can't see the game anymore. <laughs> So I was like, oh, that's maybe that's like a good stopping point. So I was just waiting for that to happen. And then it didn't. And I just kept playing. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 
See, like a lot of people when I when I get the advice about you know competing T ones is basically first whoever whoever sleeps first is generally going to be on the disadvantage side. So I don't know if you had that thought where like you know you just have to play keep playing until maybe Nebby sleeps first or or you know uh, or it was just mostly concerned about yourself. Like okay, I just play to how much I go and then just kind of go from there. Um. Well, yeah, that's actually yeah. I remember doing that for like re zero. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it was a really competitive event. And then for, but then I realized, like, if I worry a lot about the other people, I kind of, like, stress out about it more. Mm -hmm. And it takes, like, a lot of mental power, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, mental toll. Big mental toll, (laughs) right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) The toll, yeah. Um, So I try not to worry too much about what was going on with the other server. And I try to just focus with us. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so for that, I just did that, and then I would check every once in a while the track Lisa bot, the two minute tracking, not yeah, two minute tracking. Uh, not like every other update, it's just like maybe like a mm. couple hours, one or two hours. Yeah, and mm. then yeah, eventually yeah. notice like oh he hasn't played in a while. And then, you know, you get, like, an adrenaline boost from that, seeing, like, oh, I can get a lead. Uh-huh, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah so it's, like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, this event was a very entertaining um, event to watch, just seeing how close the two of you were pretty much almost the yeah. entire event. Like, like again, um, there are times where... Nebby started falling behind, but then Nebby started gaining slowly and slowly, and then was like slowly catching up, and then Mm -hmm. uh, you know, things happened and you take the lead again, and then that process just kept rinsing and repeating. Um, You know, again, ultimately the the storyline was was pretty exciting. Again, it was a short event too um, because of the the schedule and such, uh, schedule changes and such, but um, yeah, it it was quite entertaining to watch. And definitely, basically went down to the wire. Um, mm-hmm. Crow, definitely, I think one thing that really helped you in terms of being able to solidify that title was the insane run you did to in the beginning of the event. Oh where, again, I, I heard from people that you didn't even know that that happened. That you ended up no. beating the record... <laughs> For the longest sprint in event in in Eandora history, um, yes, <laughs> of of sixty six hours, I believe, right, or closing to sixty seven. Yeah, uh, yeah, around there. I'm not totally sure what the time is. Yeah, so so uh, funny enough, right? I I I was in an episode in the studio with Caster again. It's always Caster uh-huh. that comes up. So, yeah, like Caster <laughs> mentioned, you know, he he looked at that record, right? He told uh-huh. me in that in that in that episode where. He saw that record and he was like, I want to beat that record. But because he was so focused on beating that record, the last couple of hours prior to that record, which was 62, and he got 63, those last few hours were dreadful. They were miserable. I think it definitely, like, the the fact that he wanted to beat the record really, like, set him aback in in ways. Um, But he ended up beating it and he urged people to never um, do that example. And that was... You know, a month ago, the, the episode, a month and a, and a half ago, uh, here we are, and 
we're talking about someone who already beat the record by quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so what what um what were your thoughts of like realizing that wow you actually beat the record? It's like whoa I beat the record of the longest sprint. So how how did that happen? Okay, um, honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> There's like some hours in between where I just don't remember anything. Oh, man. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was just, you know, tapping the screen. So it's like, I'm not stressed about it. <laughs> but uh, uh, I agree with Caster, though. Like, I don't think people should like do this to, to themselves, like at least willingly, like knowingly doing it. I, I think it's just, it's terrible. <laughs> It yeah. is not a good time. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah um, but I don't know. I just, I kept playing and then um, I wasn't aware that Caster did hold the record. I just wasn't sure what, what it was, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, I feel like 60 plus is just, is just inhumans. <laughs> That's just <laughs> something that no one should do. <laughs> so I think like, in my head, I was like, oh, maybe the record's, like, around the 50s, you know? Yeah. I can do that, right? I'm, like, I'm like 50 hours in. I can do mm. that. And then uh, I find out that it's actually, like, around the 60s. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Didn't Caster, like, willingly go into this or, like, do that, like, out of his own free will mm -hmm. for fun? <laughs> I was like, who would do this? And, like, yeah. because I was, like, 50 hours in, I was just, like... Like, my brain was fried. I had no idea what's going on. <laughs> and, like, I was, like, totally out of it. And then I was, like, talking with someone. And then, and then you know, a few hours passed by. And then someone comes in. And they're like, bro, you're, like, really close to beating the record. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Should I just keep going? Because I was going to stop actually like a couple hours before and then hearing that i was close to it i was like oh maybe i can do it <laughs> if i can't get t1 maybe i can do this <laughs> <laughs> well, well safety net achievement right <laughs> <laughs> it was more like um if i were to get t1 then i could have like a different memory of this event <laughs> which mm. would be breaking the record so I'm like okay i can do this i'll just like crack open another uh, energy stream. Oh, man. And then, yeah, and then that happened, and then people came in to, like, uh, you know, cheer me on, and then they came in to help fill in rooms and stuff. Yeah, and it was just, like, a... It was a very interesting <laughs> event. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh... It was definitely a, a very... I, I imagine still very stressful, because even after that you know 66 hour run which is crazy again the fact that you kind of again you came into it not really expecting to do it and then suddenly actually doing it um is is honestly crazy enough and you were able to pull that off but even with that lead you still have to keep your toes because you know yeah. Nami just never was that far behind um, yeah <laughs> so you know i imagine you know you really did not get a lot of rest during that event eh yeah, I think the first first rest was like three hours, I believe, mm. and then the second one was like an hour, <laughs> oh, but it was actually like 
30 minutes because I had to do something in between. But coming back from that sec, the first one was pretty fine. Like three hours, I was used to that. Uh-huh. Um, just from like IRL and as also like ReZero was pretty much just three hour breaks. Mm-hmm. And then, but that 30 minute one was just, that was terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that one was like, I can imagine how brutal that is. Like, you almost went three full days without sleep, and then you just suddenly say, oh, I'm only going to give myself 30 minutes rest and have to keep going. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I, I think yeah. after the the 60, the the 66 hours, it was the three hours. Yeah, I yeah. I think, yeah, so that wasn't that's as still, bad. <laughs> that's still not yeah. enough. Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, hopefully, again... Um, again, to our viewers, we strongly <laughs> suggest to not attempt this. Uh, like, yes. please do not. Especially if, let's say, you don't have any care um, in real life uh, mm-hmm. you know, outside because you never know when something really bad happens and yeah. there's no one around you. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's not worth it it's not worth um you know your life yeah, for, for, for that so yeah um, probably imagine you did have some IRL, IRL care as well Gino, yes just to make yeah sure i that, did that was mm-hmm. uh, you know that's good that's good yes. um overall you know your thoughts of the event and the fact like you know the the experience you had and i don't know if you had any regrets in the event or overall like what did you think about the event it was a <laughs> really exciting event mm-hmm. i would say it's like no one really knew how it was gonna end out or turn out mm-hmm. like as it was go as it was happening it could go either way really until what happened and then yeah thank- no regrets i would think mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh, that's good that's good uh, again one thing i think really sort of helped you realize and finally give you some 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 assurance is the fact that again you you did eventually see nebby get that um unfortunate 24-hour ban um yeah. on the the game and again for those who are unaware if let's say you play very poorly on multi-live uh bang dream will start warning you saying that you are being a a bad player and misbehaving um and will start you know timing you out of the game and if you do that for too long it could stack all the way up to 24 hours and Unfortunately, it did happen to Nebby, which really basically cost the uh, the entire event. So, mm-hmm. uh, but again, um, it shows that these events can be very competitive, and you know you have to persevere. And again, it really went down to the wire, and the fact that it had to end in such a way really showed that you know you were really into that competition. Nebby was really into that competition, uh, and it really came down to who could tap tap their this the notes on the screen a little bit better to the point where they didn't get kicked out by the game so um yeah i was yeah, I think uh, for that i would really have to thank the people who roomed with me and mm-hmm. the other tiers because they brought in like healers keep us alive <laughs> so um yeah i i really thank them for like you know sacrificing their ep gain for to help keep us alive for sure (laughs) for sure yeah it's a it's a very interesting meta where like definitely competition and competitive events where healers are definitely quite important uh in in the process i know nebby's had a few healers as well but i don't Mm -hmm. think he was as uh 
uh, a serious on that, and and might have may have costed him. But again, I, I because he was behind, he wanted to get as much EP as possible yeah. um, to, to make up for it, and he was gaining ground, but ultimately. Um, you know, it wasn't able to, yeah. to pull through. But again, uh, big congrats to you, Crow, on that. And again, even for Nebby as well, it's still a very, very great achievement. Again, Nebby was a previous guest as well. So I know Nebby very well. Mm -hmm. And I know mm -hmm. both of you did very well in this event. So big congrats to uh, to both of you on a very exciting uh, and thrilling event um, for, for uh, Warmth in This Heart. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So uh, before we go to the Q and A section about uh, from our our Discord members, I just want to ask: Do you have any um, any plans on other other future events? Is the, are you like pretty much satisfied with your your one two three title, or or do you think you're gonna maybe go for more in the future? I do have one more event planned, um, but after that, I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. At least like. Maybe for T10s, mm -hmm. <laughs> but definitely no more podiums for me. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, uh -huh, unless, you know, something happens. <laughs> oh, you maybe get whale fluids. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, I, yeah. we'll, 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 put the, we'll put Fluffy on a, on a leash there. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a Roselia, then you can find Fluffy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, again, if you do end up doing another event, uh, all the best. Um, in your uh, in your uh, next event, if if that does happen, and of course, um, anyone who's listening to the podcast, if you want to help support Crow in her future um, events, when whenever that happens, feel free to join the Discord. Uh, all of our our guests are there, and uh, yeah, you know, a, a lot of them are really able to. You know, you can communicate with them and maybe see some some servers as well that you you'd be able to join and, and support many of our our guests and and other people in their tiering adventures um so crow this is about time to share some questions that some of our discord members speaking of the discord uh that would like to ask you um mm -hmm. so i have a few questions here i'm just gonna ask them uh i guess in order of when they were asked but um i, I guess going into um talking about tiering and such um, one of the questions was, uh, what was the hardest event you tiered and what was the proudest uh, event you tiered? Now, again, it probably is one of the three we talked about today, but, um, you know, let me maybe elaborate on that uh, question. Uh, I think the hardest was probably ReZero, uh, just because it was, like, my first competitive event. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really ha know what to expect from that, so... Definitely that, and then proudest would probably warmth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that's good. That's mm -hmm. good. Um, again, uh, it, some some events for a lot of people, even like uh, you know, it, it, hardest is 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 a very interesting um uh, sort of uh question that some people get because a lot of the times when I when I talk with the uh, um, with many people that you know the T ones are not necessarily the the most difficult. It's sometimes mm -hmm. the other other events like maybe even t10 because again it's mm -hmm. just something that maybe you weren't as prepared to to do or or perhaps it's just more people aiming for that title which means makes it more competitive and more 
more difficult. So, you know, again, um, proudest, I could definitely probably uh, mm-hmm. attest to that. It's definitely, and then hardest, it's like, it's really interesting that, um, again, uh, not everyone has their T1s or uh, as, their, as their hardest, which is, I guess, uh, quite interesting. Mm. Um, another event is, have you ever chose to tier an event that ended up being made, uh, ended up being way more active than you anticipated. Uh, um. <laughs> so a lot of the events I tier are Roselian events. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of like <laughs> assume that it's going to be very competitive, but uh-huh. I guess maybe reverse would be like I thought it would be competitive but it wasn't really mm-hmm. uh, I would say hmm, maybe NR3 mm-hmm. hmm, I mean I got boated oh. <laughs> but that's just I, I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't play like the last uh like 12 hours basically yeah. just because uh, I was busy with work but mm-hmm. I don't know I thought it was pretty okay <laughs> for what i for what i thought would be like pretty lit seeing how it was like a yukina sayo mm. plus like the end of the trilogy so yeah i didn't think it was too bad i yeah, I, but... I think i agree to that as well and uh, yeah. was, it was surprisingly a lot less competitive than i yeah, think many so... people expected so mm, yeah. yeah um i guess also nr1 like i thought it was way more competitive than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for T100 plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, speaking of more bandery stuff, another question we have is, what is your favorite Bang Dream original song and why? <laughs> I don't know if you've thought about this, but... Um... Yeah, you, Obviously, is, it's A to Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's definitely the song that everyone's heard the most, probably. Um, well, uh, I really do like Ringing Bloom. Mm-hmm. Really like piano, like in any song. And then like, um, I really love Nonchan's voice. And then she's, I think pretty like prominent in that song, so sure. definitely "Ringing Bloom" is my favorite Roselia song at the moment. And then, but I also really like you know like the more serious Poppy Pa songs, mm-hmm. where she has like yeah, like "Setsnai Sandblast." Uh, I think "Pus Pate" has like a lot of good songs too. Yeah, I really yeah. love their songs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's good. I, I uh. I'll, I'll give you a, a full seal of approval for, for your choices. So. <laughs> um, and uh, last question here. We have one more question from our from our uh, server members. But uh, what is, I don't know if you have an answer to this, but what is your favorite bird? My favorite bird is obviously a crow. Yeah, um... I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I don't really... No birds. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, a bird just pooped on my car like a couple oh, hours no. ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! That's a ter- oh, I- I'm sorry. That was a terribly timed question. Then. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a coincidence. Oh, that's, oh, that's a that's a terribly timed question, man. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, birds. Yeah, I like crows, like in memes. Sure. Yeah, you know, like um, are they the ones that the corn chip mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I don't really have a good answer for that. Ah, uh, no, no, no worries on that. No worries on that. At least your answer was not Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I didn't want you to be witty in all your answers with like you know um A A two Z being the favorite original. Although I do I do think that A two Z is one of my favorite. <laughs> um, uh, original songs, like unironically. So, uh, if you're don't like judge listening me. to it outside of the game, it's pretty lit, though. <laughs> it is. It's super lit. Just the it's just game after itself. You play yeah. It. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little tiring, but um, yeah, yeah. But you know, that's that's the life of tearing. And again, uh, you never know. Again, um, I, in the future, we're probably hopefully getting uh newer newer meta songs to to play, and mm-hmm. people might shift away from a to z but again we'll see how how things go when when the future comes with uh yeah ian dory uh tearing and such mm. yeah yeah well crow it was a great pleasure having you today on on the refill studio today thank you so much for being uh taking part and and being a special guest here uh is there any other things you, you want to say to the viewers or any other um you know things you want to shout out or any any places you want to us to to follow you in um i just want to say um once again thank you to everyone who helped me in warrant um i really do <laughs> like appreciate everything that they did for me i'm not mm-hmm. a very social person so i was kind of like worried <laughs> that mm-hmm. You know, not many people would be there, you know. So I really want to thank everyone that was there. And to anyone who wants to tier, uh, you definitely can. If you can get into a server, it's really, really helpful. And a lot of people are very welcoming. You should just, um, you know, shoot your shot, DM them and ask them if you can join. Um, Just, you know, read the rules and stuff. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome, Crow. Again, great <laughs> to hear about your, your experiences and your stories. And if you want to, uh, you know, again, uh, all of our special guests are in our Discord server as well. And of course, I'll have the links of all of our um, uh, guests' uh, Twitter accounts on the, the in the description as well. So you can certainly follow Crow there um, as well. But uh, again, Thank you all so much for listening to the Refill Studio. Our refill has been complete, and we will hopefully see you in the next set, on our next episode sometime next week. But until then, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this is your host, SB Philos 4, signing out. Thank you, everyone. Take care, thank and you. bye-bye. Bye-bye.